Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 272. I'm Kelly Roach, and you are listening to Unstoppable Success Radio, the podcast for achievers, believers, dreamers, and doers who want to build a profitable, sustainable business around a life of purpose, fulfillment, freedom, and family. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am excited to bring to you today our very special guest of the week, Ross Simmons. Ross, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Kelly. I'm excited to be here and chatting with you today. Well, we have lots of entrepreneurs and small business owners that are working hard, hustling, grinding it out, trying to learn how to get more eyes and ears on their business. And you have mastered getting not only connections, but viral content, building your business on Instagram, helping people to create content that converts. So I am so excited to share a little bit more about you with our listeners and dive right in. Excited for it as well. All right. So let's share a little bit about Ross with you guys. He's a serial entrepreneur who's created multiple brands. He's the founder of a content marketing agency called Foundation Marketing that helps brands create and distribute content more effectively. The content he and his teams have created have been seen by millions on channels like Reddit, SlideShare, and Instagram. On top of that, he's the co-founder of Crate, a content curation tool for marketers, along with Hustle and Grind, a lifestyle brand for entrepreneurs with a community over a hundred thousand people strong so Ross welcome to the show thank you for having me I'm excited to uh, share some of the experiences I've had over the last few years um, and hopefully give some actionable takeaways that your listeners can really run with to drive meaningful results in their businesses absolutely so you know we've been hearing for so long the the phrase content is king right and you know content is king to extent but to me i'm more of a believer that content that converts is king right so visibility and distribution is step one but if you aren't getting people to take action then there's definitely a disconnect there tell me a little bit ross what got you into the realm of effective content marketing and distribution and what are some of the the key trends that you see happening there today Definitely. So I 100% agree with you around this whole idea of content being king, being overhyped and oversold. Um, I will say I'm guilty as being a part of that. And any marketer for the past five years has contributed to this idea that content is king. We've been screaming it at the rooftops and it's resulted in uh, this acronym, shout out to Wu-Tang for creating it, but like cream, this idea that content rules everything around me. That is a philosophy and an idea that has penetrated so many businesses and people have been invested so much time and effort in creating content that they've lost sight of the entire idea of distributing that content, creating content that converts, creating content that truly drives home some meaningful and measurable results for their business. So I like to believe that one of the biggest trends is this shift from that idea that content is king and a new acronym has kind of emerged, which is DREAM, this idea that distribution rules everything around me. I think that we need to focus more on distribution and less time on creating content. So many people get excited and they brag about, oh, I'm creating good content. I'm creating content that my readers want. 
that's what you're supposed to do. Like that's like bragging about raising your kids. Uh, you're supposed to do that. So when people are bragging about creating content, that's like the fundamentals and the foundation that you should start with. The next step is figuring out where are your people, the people who you're trying to connect with, spending a lot of their time, and how can you ensure that your content is reaching them in the channels that they are actually spending time on day in and day out, which is why I believe that distribution is so important in creating content that converts uh, and understanding what will actually generate results for your business is where a lot more businesses and brands and owners need to spend their time thinking about. Oh, you are a man after my own heart, Ross Simmons. I am so happy you are here because this is the message every entrepreneur needs to hear. Because heck, we're all recovering uh, content, uh, content uh, creators that, that need to refocus and, and revitalize our focus on distribution. So I, I love everything that you just shared there. So let's get right down to it. You know, there's a lot of people listening that are raising their hand right now saying guilty as charged. Um, you know, I'm out there. I'm I'm creating content every week, but I don't really know what the heck to do with it. And so where does someone get started? Let's talk a little bit even about like social media, Instagram. I know Hustle and, and you know, that, that brand of yours has done a lot with Instagram. You know, right. walk us through like some, some everyday strategies around the distribution piece of things that people need to really be thinking about. For sure. So I think at the beginning, you have to go back to marketing 101, which is starting with the end consumer, the person who you're trying to connect with, right? So you have to start by understanding who it is that you're trying to connect with. Once you've done that, it's time to dive into what communities are they spending time on? Which websites are they spending the majority of their time on as it relates to online? What Facebook groups are they joining? What Facebook pages are they following? What influencers are they listening to? What podcasts are they listening to? You want to truly understand what content and what type of mediums these people are consuming on a day-to-day -day basis. Once you've done that, once you've kind of painted a clear picture of, okay, I'm targeting entrepreneurs. I know that entrepreneurs are on Instagram, they're following a bunch of inspirational accounts. For us to kind of resonate with them, we need to take a position that's a little bit more different, invest in high quality graphics, do something interesting and unique, deliver some free value, and that's going to resonate with entrepreneurs. So that's how it kind of began from a, a hypothesis around who the hustle and grind audience was. From a marketing standpoint with tools like Create or even Foundation, we know that our audience is marketers, people who are trying to grow their businesses' brands. So we know that they're spending time on sites like Growth Hacker, Hacker News, they're reading Forbes, they're reading Inc., they're reading all of these sites. So we need to invest time in trying to get in front of them and distribute our content on these channels. The way that you do that is recognizing that there's two channels that you can leverage. There's that earned content, uh, and then there's that paid content. So you can distribute your content through earned efforts, which is really just that hustle. It's going into Facebook groups, sharing your content there. It's reaching out to people via email, asking them to um, send something out via their Twitter, through their Instagram. It's building one-to-one -one relationships. It's a lot of that hustle effort around building relationships, nurturing them, and then leveraging communities that exist to kind of distribute your content and your stories more effectively. That's like leveraging things like Reddit. That's going into sites like Quora and answering questions. That's investing a lot of time in truly just 
distributing your content a little bit of a manual way. The other side is paid, and paid is something that everybody has heard of, a lot of people hesitate to get into, um, but that's where you get into Facebook advertising where you're targeting people who are interested in a specific industry, they're interested in a specific topic, or maybe they even have listed on their Facebook what their um, occupation is, and then you can target them based off of that. So. The paid side is being very niche, very focused around putting the content in front of your audience through a variety of different channels. And it's not just Facebook. We're talking about Google AdWords, LinkedIn, Reddit, Quora, uh, Pinterest, Etsy, you name it. You can advertise on all of these channels uh, and you can have a quality cost per click if you're willing to tinker a bit. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's endless possibilities. And and I, I always say a, kind of a, a good rule of thumb is, you know, spend at least 10 times the amount of time, energy, and effort distributing your content as you did creating it. And you'll probably land somewhere in the realm of what 99.9% right. of people aren't willing to do, um, which is going to help that. you I love significantly. That. So I love everything that you shared there. And thank you for the specific examples of uh, places that, that people, you know, can and focus. So let's dig into your brands a little bit and, and talk a little bit about um, what's going on in some of your companies and, and what you feel like some of the things that are working best for you today in, in this realm are. For sure. So yeah, I run multiple companies. I've got Crate, I've got Hustle and Grind, and I run a consulting business called Foundation. Uh, and essentially, all of these brands are built off of kind of content. So with Hustle and Grind, it's a uh, we sell coffee, we sell T-shirts, we sell um, coffee mugs, sweaters, hoodies, information products. We sell a handful of different things. But the brand truly grew and was able to establish itself as a, a leader in this space with a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Uh, by investing heavily in content. So we go back to that core understanding of understanding who it is we're trying to target. We're talking to people who um, are early in their business. They want to kind of go from that idea stage to really launching something. They're looking to make that first 50K with their business. They're looking to take that 50K, turn it into 100. We're targeting that, those types of entrepreneurs. Uh, and we know that a lot of them are spending time on channels like Instagram. So we doubled down on the Instagram community, connected, built relationships with people who were um, growing their accounts very quickly. And we started to leverage each other's communities to kind of all grow at once. Uh, there's this whole idea in Instagram marketing of a shout out for a shout out, which is essentially this idea of reaching out to accounts who have have a significant following and you're willing to promote their account on your account for uh, one or two show notes and they'll give you one in exchange. So one interesting opportunity that kind of brought this all together for us was a few, probably about a year and a half ago, we had a post go live and it went, it got crazy amounts of shares. It was on the front page of Reddit and somebody took a screenshot of our post from Reddit and then they reposted it on Instagram and they tagged us. The account that tagged us had 2 million followers. And within seconds, we started to see that our follower account was going up by the tens of thousands every single hour. And that kind of had a light bulb moment where we clued in, okay, if people give us shoutouts on their accounts when they have more followers than us, we're going to see a significant amount of reach and more followers starting to follow our account. And when you get more followers, it means that you can send more people to your website. You can send more people to buying product pages. You can start to build more relationships with people. Uh, and that's 
that's essentially what we were able to do. And it all came from recognizing an insight around larger accounts, shouting out smaller accounts, resulting in that smaller account generating a larger audience. So that was one of the things that we doubled down on, and it still works extremely well today. Uh, with channels like Crate, we invest heavily in communities like SlideShare. Uh, we invest heavily into Reddit and Quora. And essentially, for those for that product and that brand, it's really just about delivering marketers with as much quality information as we can to help them do their job better. And if we can do that, if we can deliver value, then they're gonna associate that value that they received with our brand, and they're ultimately gonna sign up for the tool. So at the end of the day, whenever I think about content marketing, I always think about leading with value first. Uh, and I believe that if you give value to the world, if you give value to your customers, then you will get value back. Uh, and that's kind of a philosophy that I've used ever since I was uh, just getting started in the content marketing world when I started my first fantasy football blog when I was in university. And that kind of took off and it was like a, a pivotal point for me to realize, okay, this internet thing might last. And from there, um, I've been running brands, creating content, uh, and embracing this entire world of social media ever since. You could say I, I dream in pixels. Oh, wow. I love it. I love it. So let's go back to Instagram for a second because I think that um, – you know, Instagram is obviously growing in popularity while some other platforms are definitely decreasing. And a lot mm -hmm. of people that previously hadn't invested in Instagram are now recognizing that as one of the, the key uh, opportunities and places that, that they need to be. So if you were looking at a business owner that was just getting started on Instagram for the first time, what would you say, let's say that they were willing to take 30 minutes, 45 minutes a day to focus on building their Instagram following and, and connecting with people and, and utilizing that platform effectively, what would that look like? Yeah, so the first half of the week, what I would do is I would research and I'd find out who are people who are in a similar industry doing similar, um, selling a similar product or similar service who are doing extremely well on Instagram. Then once you find those people, I would reverse engineer their success. So look at what it is that they are doing that is special. What is it about them that allows them to stand out and truly understand both from a quantitative and qualitative side what it is that allowed them to get to where they are. Uh, what type of content do they create? What type of stories do they share on Instagram? What type of hashtags do they use? And create somewhat of a mini plan around how you can be just 0.5% better than them with the content that you're creating, the stories that you're sharing, the quotes that you're putting out there. Get an understanding of what that looks like. How can you be a little bit better? And then the next step is going to be taking those 30 minutes, 40 minutes each day and doing those things. It's doing those things that go above and beyond the status quo as it relates to your niche, your industry, uh, and doubling down on that. And that could be simple things, right? Like it could be be if somebody likes your post, you click on their account and then you comment on a few of theirs. Or if somebody is watching your story, you send them a message and you just say, I'm so grateful for your attention. Thank you so much for watching our story. What do you think? Is there anything you wish I could cover next? Or if you're running a restaurant and somebody's commenting saying, yum, you just click their profile and then you start double tapping on a few of their photos to show them some love back. Uh, it's those simple, simple executions and ideas that feel one-to-one -one that allow people to kind of establish a true relationship with your business. So you can do that in 30 minutes a day and the impact could be significant. 
Yeah, absolutely. And what's so interesting and what I always love to point out whenever I bring, you know, social media strategists and people that talk about, you know, viral content marketing and that type of thing on the show is, you know, I think everyone thinks that the 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 followers in the hundreds and thousands and millions is like a big sweeping action. But what they don't realize right. is that it's actually those customized daily interactions that keep right. building up and building up and building up. And that's why people feel like it's like an elephant they can't tackle because they think it's like this one big thing when in reality it's those small daily actions, just like anything that you're trying to accomplish in your business, right? It's those 100%. small daily actions executed with precision. And like you said, you know, being willing, just like we say, how do you beat the competition? Being willing to go where they're not willing to go, serve at a higher level than they're willing to serve, produce a product or program that's, you know, better or fills a gap that they're not doing. That That's exactly what you're talking about here. Exactly. And I think a lot of people think that you launch a popular blog, you launch a popular Instagram account, you launch a popular podcast. That's not how it works. You build a popular podcast. You build a popular Instagram account. It just doesn't, you don't wake up, click a button, and then you have it, unless you're Rihanna or something like that. <laughs> but essentially, like you have to put in the time to 100%. actually build up your audience, build those connections, and that's when you get to that point where it seems like an overnight success, but it actually took years and months of effort. 100%, 100%. Now, we have lots of busy entrepreneurs and small business owners listening today that are like, that sounds great, but can I have someone do this for me? And I know you run Foundation Marketing, so I would love to hear a little bit about like, what are your services that you provide to entrepreneurs and how can that help them to facilitate some of what you're talking about here? Yeah, so Foundation Marketing is a content agency. We assist in two things, the creation of content and the distribution of the content. So we help brands um, develop a plan of attack as it relates to the types of stories that their audience really wants, and then we create that content. So if you're trying to connect with a C-suite executive, if that's your target audience, we will start to study the media habits of a C-suite executive, and then we'll understand what type of content related to your industry, related to your business, your service, uh, they would be actually looking for on Google, the type of content they would be more likely to share on LinkedIn, the type of content they would share in a Facebook group. We create that content based off of insights around your Google Analytics, um, the customer behavior, competitive research, those types of things. And that's that's kind of the kickoff. We develop the actual content that could be an ebook, it could be a blog post, it could be social media content, uh, it could be infographics. We develop that type of content. Once we've created it, similar to what we were talking about earlier Kelly we don't just like create the content and then hope that the people will show up we start to actually invest in the distribution so that's where we actually look at what communities these people are spending time on and we assist in actually seeding that content into the communities that are relevant to them we assist in actually executing the paid media side of things as well as the earned media side. So what we do is really a holistic approach as it relates to content marketing, where we create the content, we distribute the content, and we ensure that at the end of the day, the content that we're developing and the content that we're distributing is built to generate awareness, but also generate leads and then ultimately convert. So that's the type of content that we develop on a regular basis for clients um, from all over the world. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So you guys heard it here and you can definitely get in touch with Ross if you want to learn more. We'll, we'll talk about how to do that at the end of the show. So Ross, going back to your own business journey, 
talk to us a little bit about kind of, you know, what that journey has looked like for you, what what things feel and look like for you today, and and show our, our listeners a little bit of what they can expect if they actually are willing to do the work to go from having to scrape and claw to get, you know, one by one, um, you know, manual push on the content that they're creating to actually building a community and an audience and how that impacts your ability to scale your business. For sure. So uh, if I was to take you way back into time, I would start with kind of my first endeavor into business. And that would have been when I was in high school. So I started my first business, if you want to call it that, uh, in high school. And it really started on a going back to school kind of it was in September. Everybody's going back to school. And every year, my parents would take me and my sister out to kind of do the whole back to school shopping thing, getting some new clothes, that kind of thing. Uh, We went into a shop and it was like a hairdressing salon, blah, blah, blah. I don't really know what it was, Um, but my sister was, she had long hair. I didn't, so I didn't really uh, think too much about it. Uh, But we were in this hair place and I noticed in the back of the store, they were selling these do-rags for like $1.50. And at the time, being from Canada, do-rags aren't a big thing. Um, do rags were expensive. If you wanted to buy them, this was in the in the 90s. Like it would cost you $20 to have one do rag. But this store was selling them for $1.50. So I told my mom, I want an advance on my allowance. I want you to not buy me any back to school shopping clothes. I want to buy nothing but all these do rags, and then I'm going to take them to school and I'm going to sell them to all the kids in my class for 10 bucks. So I did that, um, and I was the cool kid who was slinging do rags out of his locker and I was selling them. Uh, and the business was going extremely well. I was able to buy my friends poutine, some pizza. Um, I was I was feeling pretty cool. Uh, but then everybody found out where I was getting them, and then that kind of disrupted my entire business. But when that took place, when I realized that I could buy something for a $1.50 and then sell it for 10, um, sell it for five bucks, and people would actually pay for it. I realized like business was where I wanted to spend uh, the rest of my life. I wanted to create value for people. I wanted to make things easier for people. And I just got hooked ever since then. In, in university, I ran a fantasy football blog because I didn't like what I was learning in the English class. I wasn't interested in Shakespeare. So I ran a fantasy football blog uh, that got picked up by some large websites. It's like sporting news. Um, people were loving this. And I was living in my parents' basement. I think I was like 19, 20 years old, writing about sports, and people were actually listening to me. Uh, I was able to pay for a good chunk of tuition through this blog because I had set up affiliate sites. I was selling some info products around fantasy football, and it was going great. But as the views went up, the markets went down. And I walked because my mom told me to. Uh, so I shut that down. And I still to this day tell mom I could have been on ESPN if she didn't shut down my blog. But the whole ah. different story. Things all ended up, <laughs> things all did end up okay with the marketing side of things. So she told me, all right, instead of writing about sports, why don't you write about marketing? And then from there, I just kind of uh, started writing about marketing. And if you go through uh, Wayback Playback on uh, Google, you can see some of the early designs of my website, rawsimmons.com, and they were horrific. Uh, And at the time, I was writing about marketing, but more than anything, I was just writing about the lessons that I was learning and the presence that I had while it wasn't what it is today. It was uh, it was intentional that I was trying to kind of build that audience. And I believe I remember when I had two subscribers on my newsletter, one was my mom and one was somebody from New York. And I was extremely excited because I was like somebody in New York is actually listening to what I had to say. Um, And every Every time I would send out a newsletter campaign, uh, that person was responding back. Uh, my mom was responding back. But over time, I started to see that grow. Uh, mm-hmm. Today, my content has been featured in Forbes and Inc. Uh, it's been spread all over the world. 
Um, my SlideShare content has generated millions of views. I've written a book about Reddit marketing. I've been on the front page of Reddit multiple times. Um, I've been able to find some great successes in the marketing world. Uh, and that is solely because even in those early days when I just had my mom and somebody in New York subscribe to my newsletter, I was persistent and consistent with creating content. And it goes back to what you were saying, Kelly, around that idea of you don't just launch a successful blog. You don't just launch into a successful Instagram account. It's the it's that element of a grind where you're putting in the late nights, you're putting in those early mornings to kind of build something with a vision and an idea that only you can really see. Absolutely. And, and it's a willingness to be in it for the long game, right? Because I think a little bit right. of that is being lost today. You know, we, we always say this quote, and I shared so many times on the show, but every overnight success story was 15 years in the making, right? Like you find someone right. that's doing these amazing things um, that seems like they came out of nowhere, and then you see their right. backstory, and you're like, wow, this person has been grinding it out. This is like their eighth business, you know, and, and they've started exactly. and stopped, but they've stayed in it to win it the whole time, and that's why they're here today. So. Great, great story. So many great things that you've shared here today, Ross. So tell the listeners a little bit about where they can check out what you're up to, get in touch with you, learn more about your products and services. Definitely. So the best and easiest way to find me is rawsimmons.com. That is my website where it hosts everything. And on there, you can learn about hustle and grind. You can learn about crate. You can learn about foundation. And you can learn a lot of the free stuff that I give away. So on a regular basis, I'm publishing blog posts about marketing, about trends that I'm seeing. And I consistently share that content on rawsimmons.com. But I also share that content regularly on the blog hustleandgrind.com. So you can find my content on both of those sites. I'm constantly sharing free information. Uh, I've also distributed content on sites like Medium. Uh, I'm very easy to find. If you do a quick Google search Ross Simmons, you can definitely find me um, and definitely connect with me on Twitter as well. Like I'm, my Twitter handle is the coolest cool. So for anybody who's a young listener, uh, the coolest cool was created when I was in university. So be careful with what your Twitter handle is. It will stick. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can, I've owned it. I've embraced it. So you can definitely find me at the coolest cool on Twitter as well. Uh, and if you ever have any questions about marketing, about tech, about the future of um, any of this stuff, I love talking to entrepreneurs. I love business. And I love uh, uh, having the opportunity to connect with cool people doing cool things. Very, very cool. Thank you so much, Ross, for everything that you shared today. I know that our listeners got a ton of value out of everything. And thanks for great, being a great guest on the show. Thank you so much for having me. And my hat's off to you for delivering so much value to your listeners on a regular basis. Thanks so much for having me, Kelly. You got it. So for all our listeners of Unstoppable Success Radio, thanks so much for tuning in today. I'm sure you can think of at least one person that needs to hear the great content that Ross shared today. Sharing is caring. Pass this episode along and make a difference in someone's life today. If you're not already a part of my email community and you're not getting the two-minute tips that will change your life every single Friday, make sure you text in IGNITE to 44222. Text in IGNITE to 44222. And until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. 
Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.